0: Check, check. <laughs>
1: Microphone check. <laughs> oh, my God. We, all right, we finna get started. Microphone check, one, two, we are here, man. I go by the name of DJ B Moss, man. B Moss, MC B Moss. And I got a special guest in the building, man. This is the Moss Podcast, episode two. And once again, I got a special guest in the building. We trying to get the kinks out. Be nice Ugly Money Nietzsche, what's up? What up, it's your boy Pooh Bell, the plus side porn star. You catch me on
0: Pornhub.com backslash Poo Bell xxnx.com backslash pool bell nah <laughs> but P nice aka ugly money needs you man we're here baby
1: what's good man um so first off um proud of you man first off thank you sir thank you thank <laughs> first off it's Amen. been a while since, that. since we um see I get everybody the backstory about what's going on between you and I like they don't understand like when we lived in Augusta together you kind of helped me get my foot in the door as far as like getting the, getting into the promotion gang and like, started, like, networking with people and everything. So I was like, yo, I got to I gotta put P on here. I got to put ugly money on here. I, I can't even call them ugly money, but <laughs> but I got to put it's P, gonna P on be, here. It's going to be a P-nice interview. It's cool. Yeah, it's a P-nice interview. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, so, like, I do appreciate, like, everything I've learned over the years from, like, from where I'm at now and to just incorporate your ways of thinking into how I'm doing things now. And then we learn from each other now.
0: Hell, yeah. Well, you know, I think the main thing – that, that people need to understand is you get your blessings by blessing others. Absolutely. And I, that's why I always, I was always the kind of guy I was like, well, if I can empower this guy, if he needs a battery, but he has a great car, but it just needs a car battery, let me try to be the guy that helps him get that battery. Because when that car gets up and going, maybe five years down the line, I might need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So well, when I call and be like, "Hey bro, I need a ride. My car broke down. Remember that battery I, I don't even got to say it if he's a real guy. He's like, "Hey bro, I got you." You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I I um in my situation, I was always the guy that saw talent maybe before people saw talent. Mm-hmm. Maybe some some people saw the talent in before themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Hey, that guy has something special that he, you know, he can bring to the to the game." And I would try to empower them and support them as much as I could and, you know, in turn you know, years down the line, we we built a a, a dope a dope uh, you know uh, network of of individuals that mm-hmm.
1: we kind of all came up
0: together. You know what right, I'm saying? So right, that's what's right. about.
1: Well, I do appreciate everything over the years. So like, you know, it was crazy. It was like when I met you, man, you was rapping. <laughs> I retired. <laughs> you you was definitely rapping, and then like. Um, we got we got started in Augusta, and well, I mean you was in your thing in Virginia, but I'm talking about for when, when we we got started. Definitely, in Augusta, Georgia. The promotion side, it was like rapper to promoter, but just like rapper to promoter and rapper at the same time. So my my first question was, what was the change once you left Augusta, coming to Atlanta? Like, why are you just full time promotion now? Why are you retired?
0: Well, um, great question, damn. Uh, I moved. I moved from Augusta when I got signed to Push Management. Right. It's a ball and MJGs and Jazzy Face. Shout out to Prano. Um, Yeah. Shout out to Du. Um, and you know, I was just strictly rapping, and um, you know, it, 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 I learned firsthand how the industry can be extremely—it's a roller coaster ride. Right. Right. You absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 at the end of the day, you get to the point where it's like. I had to I had to be real with myself. I'm like, okay, I'm 30 some years old. I got X amount of kids. Now I got three, I got four kids. Whoa. I'm like, okay, oh, right now ra- <laughs> Give me a drop for four kids. <laughs> but uh, you know, right now rap isn't paying the bills. And uh, you know, the light bill, the light bill's gonna keep coming, the gas and the water and the rent's gonna keep coming. And um that wasn't my main that wasn't my main reason for for falling back for the rap. I just think it's all about timing with music. Absolutely. And I think I think at that particular time it just wasn't my time, mm-hmm. and I was trying to force it. Like it's gonna, you know, I I, I believe that I got extremely a, a real big, you know, tough work ethic, and I'm like I'm just pushing, 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 and it might that I it just not, it just wasn't my time. Yeah, and yeah. it might it might come two, three, it might come five years from now, just an opportunity opens, and it's street, it's extremely organic, it's extremely natural. It's like rap, nigga, and I'm a rap, you know what I'm saying? But like. The thing that was organic for me was the behind the scenes, the, the business side, the promotion. It came so naturally. Where I was, I remember I was turning down radio gigs. Like I was turning, actually turning down radio stations for radio shows and opportunities because I wanted to rap. Right. And sometimes God is telling you, like, hey, bro, I'm showing you the way and you still trying to do it your way. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe this is this is the way the guy's showing me because it's like, if all these doors are opening for me from tours, radio shows, Pac, everything, you know what I'm saying, right. as far as on the business side, and I'm still trying to beat this artist, I want to be, I want to rap, 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 rap. Maybe the way to getting to where I want to go is just to go the way that it's organically working for me. And that's what I did.
1: And then that's the promotion side.
0: Yeah. <laughs> put some people in the building, man. If anybody know me, they know we put some people in the building. You know, we put some ass in the seats. I'm a, I'm a numbers guy, you know what I mean? Well, back, me the seats.
1: back to Augusta, man. So how has Augusta been such a big influence on, on, on? I know how it's been big on my career. And I always said three people in Augusta helped me out. You being one of those people, Chill A. Chill has been another. And surprisingly, Joe King, but we'll talk about that later. Wow! Yeah, so that's yes. not Joe King. Yeah. Free yeah, Joe he, King. He's the one who really got me started. Free like, Joe King. Yeah, Free Joe King. But those are the three people that really helped me, like in, yeah. in the entertainment world. But um, so how has Augusta been such a big influence in your career?
0: Well, I've, I've always said that uh, Philip Harris is from Virginia, but P Nice is from Augusta. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, Augusta gave me the platform and the support to get the crazy ideas in my head. And turn them to life, right. you know what I'm saying, to the point where we were doing eight and nine parties a week, you know, and <laughs> I had never done that before. I remember. First class. like, no facts, no cap, nine parties a week, and they was going crazy. So, I, you know, I just, Augusta just gave me that first platform that I, that I could use to start my actual career business-wise, you know, to build relationships with people that anybody that would come into town from Atlanta or wherever, any artist, they would always have to stop. They would have to come see me one way or another. Either you're going to come see me on the radio or you're going to come see me in the club, but you're going to end up coming to see me. And, you know, those relationships <laughs> are relationships that I, that I hold today. You know what I'm saying? And if, and if it were good relationships, you know, you come see me and we're we going we gonna to work and it's, it's going to be all love and it's going to be a love situation. If it's a bad relationship, then motherfucker, I'm going to tax shit out your ass, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So uh Augusta is, is definitely the, the 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 city that I, I, I definitely give all credit to for catapulting my career to where it is now.
1: Do you believe that um and I heard this from somebody in Augusta said that people that's not from Augusta have a little bit more work ethic than people that uh, that live in Augusta? I'm trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm not saying
0: that. I would say that it says it and I'm not trying to get biblical it says it in the Bible and I don't want to mess up the scripture, but a a prophet in his home is something to the effect of a prophet in his homeland is not respected i I know I'm messing the scripture up right, But right. what I'm saying is sometimes when you, you sometimes you gotta leave home to really let your wings spread there you go, and me being from Virginia coming to augusta i um it looked it looked like money was falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you all don't see all this money? You don't see the money on the floor. And then sometimes people in their hometown can't see it. But they go to the That's next true. city and, it's, it's you know, it's, it's right there for them. And so for me, I just saw all these all these opportunities and all these ways to do great business in this town, all these gaps in the market. I'm like, let's go fill the gap in. Okay, these guys, everybody's doing Saturday night parties. Well, let's do a Friday night. No one's doing nothing on Friday. And, you know, and sometimes... And it worked for me too. It's cause when I was in Virginia, a lot of times I couldn't see stuff. Right, right. You know what absolutely. I'm saying? But you got I had we back then we had guys from New York that were coming and killing the game. You know what I'm saying? So I mean sometimes you gotta get outside your element because a, a lot of times your hometown is the last place to support you. And that's true everywhere. That's not just Augusta, that's everywhere.
1: They are. That's that damn it. Damn, that's true. That's true as fuck, man. A lot of times your hometown is the last place to support you. Um as far as like the promoting the promoting side goes, what set you apart? promoting in Augusta versus promoting Atlanta now. I seen you linked up with Jock last week. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the the
0: uh the the the, the Augusta one one thing I, I do like about Augusta right. is Augusta, if they rock with you, they're going to rock with you. That is I true. Shout out Augusta. I man. do not care if <laughs> I do not care if they got Jay-Z next door. Mm-hmm. If uh, hey, I like P. Nice, my homeboy, they're going to go rock with P. Nice. That's you know, true. there's been several times that we have major artists and major entities come to the city, and people are still going to go to the club with the people that they rock with. So as a promoter, that worked great for me, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I don't got to spend 30000 I can just promote hard, and these people are going to, you know, rock with me and continue to support me off of the relationships that I've built over the years. So I, I definitely like it, uh, Augusta for that, because of the fact that they're they going to, Go, they're gonna go home. You know what I'm saying to their home, what spot. Now, as far as Atlanta, uh Atlanta's faster paced and I like it. I, I'm a fast-paced guy, so I, you know. And the thing about it, the A is just like everybody here is trying to get it. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing about it is, it's not. I haven't seen a lot of crabs in a bucket mentality in Atlanta because I think it's if you if you're really on your grind and really doing what you're supposed to do, there's enough to go around.
1: Absolutely. This guy
0: can have a club right next to this guy and that guy can have a club right up the street and all of them are packed and all of them are doing their numbers. And so it just kind of, you know, waters down the hate a little bit because there really is enough to go around if you're on your grind, if you're on your shit.
1: Man, what what got you started with um <laughs> with Fight Night and the Fight Night videos? Like I seen like few of them hit a million, yeah. like I seen people other celebrities posting them and shit. Like like what made you say fuck it? I just want to start Fight Night. Like,
0: I, I can't take credit for that. I can't take credit for that. We'll
1: be in the face of it.
0: That credit goes to a guy named Jay Fetty and Zo A.K.A. Young Go Get It. These are some guys from uh, Florida. Jay's from Florida and Zoe's from Columbus, and they came up with the idea in Augusta. For girl on girl boxing. And I remember the first time I heard about it, I was like, nobody want to see that shit. Right.
1: But, uh. You'd be surprised how I many people do. Oh, I'm
0: not surprised anymore. <laughs> 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 but, uh, they came up with the idea and they needed a host. Right. And, uh, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, it was, it's probably not going to do nothing. Whatever. I told them a the price. They paid it. And, uh, a month, about, it took about a month and a half. It took about two months for it to kick off. Like, it was, it was dead. And then two months later, it just, Sporadically, just popped off, and everybody just started coming, and we ended up having a legendary two-three year run, like nine hundred through a thousand people every Thursday night. And this is two. in Augusta, right? This is in Augusta. We ended up God having like a two-year run, doing about a thousand people every Thursday for Fight Night, and it just it just became culture. It just became the
1: hottest shit in the city. <laughs> shit. So you got Fight Night. You took it from Augusta. And it was a, it was a good little run where you didn't have it. We you didn't yeah. Do. And then now you're doing it in Mississippi, Columbus. Uh We're operating
0: in about six markets right now. God in, uh, damn. Biloxi, so, Mississippi, Gulfport, Missis- well, Biloxi, Gulfport Mississippi, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, Columbus, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, Anniston, Alabama. Uh, you know, we, we kind of all over. And we're actually working on, uh, I just, we're wrapping up the Fight Night movie. Oh, okay. I just did a documentary um, film. We're trying to pitch it. To Ice Cube. Ice Cube's waiting on me right now actually for the movie. But uh we just we're we're wrapping it up. It's about eighty percent done.
1: And it's is this a movie or like a documentary? It's
0: like a real deal documentary slab, like movie. Like I remember
1: movie. um off off tangent, we was talking a few months ago and you was telling me about how it was something that you was telling me about a girl that was coming to fight. Now and she needed the money to pay her pay her bills and so shit like that. They were trying to make like a like a, was that part of the movie or like yeah what no definitely
0: definitely. I mean there's real there's real deal stories and there's real deal situations that go on in people's lives or whatever. And, 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 and you know I just kind of dug deep into the background of why this person's in this ring trying to <laughs> you know. Because either it's a it's a quarrel, either you know these, this girl doesn't like this girl for whatever reason. Well, I, what What is the reason? Right. Tell me. You know what I'm saying? Or why don't you like her? Why do you want to get in the ring? Or this girl keeps on wanting to fight every week. Why do you keep on letting these girls slap you? You know, because, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, she got laid off from her job, and her lights are off right now, and the kid's at home hungry, and you know what? I need this 200, so she's going to go do it. So rather than go suck mm-hmm. a dick, goddammit, she's going to go let a bitch slap her, and I,
1: I respect it. And get embarrassed. There it is. Well, it is. Well, it's only embarrassed if you lose. It. True, true. No, no. I seen. No, I seen one. I seen. I didn't know. Like, like it was one. It was one video you posted on um Instagram or whatever. I guess like of like all the greatest slap. The, the, oh wow! And you showed the video of Lamont, the slap king. Oh, slap king! Shouts out. There. Where is Lamont?
0: I think he Lamont, in Texas. Lamont, come see me, bro. I miss you, bro. He in ain't Texas, he? Ain't we got some money to get Lamont. I
1: ran it up with Lamont. <laughs> Oh my God! Lamont was like, I was like, what the hell? This nigga got damn because his hands was big as shit. I I, I met him. I know who Lamont is. So oh my I'm God. like, I'm like, I, I was see. I didn't know he was like the slap king because you know I had left Augusta. Yeah. I come back. I'm like, yo, this nigga got damn making, it, passing, it, making, knocking niggas out with a slap. There's only
0: one dude. I think he slapped about, a, about seven or eight times, and he he out of the eight times that he slapped, it was seven knockouts. There's only one dude that. Oh lasted. my God. Yeah. There was only one dude that lasted. He ended up breaking it. Uh, he ended up just like breaking the nigga jaw, some, but he didn't like he didn't knock him out.
1: Oh yeah. shit, cutting,
0: slap king. That's our oh. name, <laughs> <Shit. laughs> Lamont. We need to do some business, bro. Holla at me. Come you back to it.
1: Atlanta. You can make some money up <laughs> here. Let's, let's do it, son. How has uh, Facebook been a been a, a different? I ain't gonna say different. How has Facebook been a big influence on your promotion now versus a few years ago?
0: Well, you know this is. I was a radio guy. Right. I did radio for four, like five years. You got me in the radio. Hey, facts. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and no disrespect to radio, but I learned very quickly that social media is king, at least in my opinion. Now. There is nothing that's more powerful than social media. Right now, yeah. Not TV, not radio, not nothing. The same budget that you would spend on a radio, you can probably spend half of it. And I, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. But you could probably spend half of it in social media and you're going to get twice the results, and I learned that <laughs> from my homeboy P Moss. Oh, there we go. They it. <laughs> but,
1: but I showed him the way.
0: No, it's just Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was just, it was just amazing to me. And, and and nobody can tell me different. You know, this is coming from a guy that's done radio, and radio is effective in its own way. But for promotion, party promotion, and things of like that, social media is king. Like, and it's not even close. It's not even. It's not even. It's crazy. Man. Anybody that's trying to get in the party industry, I tell you right now, social media is king. But you, but you can't just sit on Facebook and post the post the same damn flyer thirty times. It's, it doesn't work like that. You got to nah. put some money into this. You got to put some money into it. But it's worth face. it. It's worth it if you know what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. And if
0: you're not, go holler at B. Morrison. He'll he'll um
1: book you a sure, no, I ain't giving nobody else a juice.
0: For for you know for two thousand. <laughs> yeah, they, gotta, they got they got it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nobody to juice. They got They about to blow your ass. Out. Hey, bro, come on, man. <laughs> Teach you me, bro. You should
1: have seen how it was last week. People was like, Oh man, you need to sign me, man. I'm hey, a real artist. I'm trying to tell you. Back to um back to the artist side of things. Um okay. I seen that you worked with you worked with Dolph before, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you
1: worked with I seen you with a whole bunch of people under you know, when you was with pushing, even prior to push. Um, would you ever like let's say an artist coming to you right now. Let's say Dolph came to you. Yeah, hey, P, I need a feature. Would you do it or would you just like nah I'm straight on it right now? I'm retired right now. Even I'm, so, I'm happily retired. Even if it don't matter who it is,
0: uh, it it I wouldn't. It wouldn't be a situation where it's like I would turn it down as far as a feature. It would just be to be. It has to be the t- right timing.
1: It's got to make sense.
0: It's got to make a lot of sense or whatever to the point of the fact that I just don't want to rap just to be rapping anymore. And I think some people misconstrued it. I love to make music. I still rap. Yeah. But as far as Actually, actively pushing a record, it has to make sense. If there's no machine or you know it's the business isn't right, it, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna push
1: me. Is, is there any artist that you want to like help with their career right now?
0: Yeah, well, um, I'm I'm not against that. And artists ask me all the time. It's just it's really the fact of I just want if I'm if I'm gonna like manage an artist or get, uh, get to that point, I just want an artist that's already that's set up to win. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and what people un- don't don't understand is, it's, it's you know I don't make the rules. I just I just see the game and try to win it. You know it's ninety percent business, ten percent talent. And so if a guy's just coming at me with he's super extremely talented, yeah, I understand that, bro. But that's just ten percent of the game. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna get on with ten percent, nigga. You need more than ten percent. You gotta have to come with some business. And so without, without, you know, before I would ever sign on to a situation with the artist, it would have to, it, it has to be a situation where he's going to already set himself up to win. His business, his business mind is right or he's trying to handle his business and, you know, he got a team in place and things of that nature where I could take, I don't, I don't really want to take that car from zero to 100. I can take you if you go on 30 and we can get you to 100 together. <laughs> and it makes but, sense. But if you, if you're not willing to put no gas in your own car and get it to 30, nigga, I, I'm cool.
1: Makes okay. sense. Makes yeah, sense. So cool. is there anybody, um, I mean as far as my bad, let me get back to the question yeah. I couldn't say. Um, what platforms do you have for artists that just that's really like, like that don't know and they just want to like just learn the game or just like learn, you know, saying get their exposure out there as far as like doing music and everything. What platforms do you offer?
0: Well, I do I'm probably one of the probably one of the the the, the most consistent tour you know, managers and promoters in the in the southeast right now. Where we uh we are operating in all the states, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. And I mean, I've worked I do tour runs for QC, uh, Street Execs, uh just some of everybody. Anybody that's really moving. I'm I'm doing a, a tour run with uh TK TK Kravitz, Euro Guide in the East Side Jody right now. And uh, you know, I'm the guy that gets them out there into these markets that, you know, they may not, they might not know. person might not have heard of Anderson, Alabama, but you know what? There's a fan base out there that, you know, we can go and get these people Absolutely. as fans and everything. So I'm, I'm the guy that you come to see when you're really trying to get on that stage, get that show running, get your record moving in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm the guy that you're going to come through and we're going to hit that highway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're gonna hit that highway. I'll be killing I-20. Like, I-20 and 95,000, I'll be
1: in my traps. How important is um, relationships in the industry?
0: Relationships are worth more than money. If you got good relationships, you'll never be broke. You know what I'm saying? I- I'd, mm. rather, I'd rather have a solid relationship with a solid dude than for him to pay me. Because of the fact of the matter is that I can always make some money, or I can always generate some kind of you know some kind of currency if the relationship is solid. Yeah, the sure. industry is very, very, very small. So the relationships, the fact of the matter is that you can pick up this phone and call somebody and they pick it up and answer it and actually listen to what you say and it's priceless. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times that's that's all a cat need. A dude true. can get a whole record deal just off of relationships. That's why people sign with certain managers. It's like, hey, I'm gonna call Diddy because he'll answer the phone for me and I could probably get you a, a deal. Hey Diddy, what's up? I got this guy. Oh, send it to me. I got you. And that's that's really how the industry works. It's it's more of a personal. I mean, it's business, but it's more of a personal situation where if I know this guy, B Moss is my guy. If B Moss calls me and says, Hey P, I have a podcast. I got a
1: podcast.
0: I'm coming. You know we've been knowing each
1: other like people didn't know. Like we've been knowing each other damn near about 10 years.
0: Yeah, facts, facts. But you know if this other guy that I don't know from. A, a can of paint calls me. He's like, "Hey man, won't you do my pocket? Oh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need X amount of dollars. I'm gonna need three sh- bottles of Hennessy, some Red Bull, two midgets, and some a bull, bowl of green m and You know what I'm saying? So relationships, relationships, everything. What's Fact. the
1: What's the biggest event you ever did? Not money, not money wise, oh. just just people wise. I think I know Augusta had to be in there. James Brown Arena.
0: I I, I I I'm I'm trying to see if I. I think I tr- I trumped that one. What? The second largest event was the <laughs> second largest event we did. I did was James Brown Arena in Augusta, Georgia. We did 2,500 people, Powerfish night. It was crazy. I think it was like our first or second year yeah. actually operating. That was crazy. Um, that show
1: got you on the radio too, right?
0: yeah actually yeah that's that's what got me a whole job and damn program directors like, Who the hell did this and what artist who was this guy and ended up coming to see me and gave Man, me a that's job. Crazy. yeah it was it's, that's a funny story, but shouts out to them but uh i my my top one was uh, I opened up a club in Anniston, Alabama, and the first night we did about twenty seven twenty eight it was it was two two it was a, oh it was a my god night. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shit. it was it was wild it was a wild night it was it was it was a good one though.
1: So, what made you really like want to mark? Like, what made you really want to step out of the Georgia market and go into Mississippi and go into Alabama? And is there any other states that you want to try to go to to like to build up your brand, build up your what you got going on?
0: Well, I always, I always knew that if I okay, the things that I was doing in Augusta, and and the in the candor that I had with people, and, and and the way people gravitated to me would work everywhere. You know, true, everywhere true. I touched down, I was I'm on. A, I'm, no matter if I'm in Atlanta, Augusta. Australia, Orlando, I'm still me. Right, right? And so the person that I am, for some reason, I don't know why, thank God, people automatically, they just always gravitated to me. So I was like, well, let me expand my brand. If I, if I want to do bigger and better things, if I want to make more money, I got to expand. And so that's what brought me to Alabama was like, well, they may not have a P-Nice out here. Mm-hmm. They might not have a guy that can, you know, snap his fingers and 300 people show up. And and in the town that I was working in, they didn't. And so I was like, whoa, nobody's a, nobody's really promoting parties out here. It's like, no, we got all these clubs, but nobody goes. I'm like, oh y'all tripping. You don't see this money falling from the ceiling
1: again? Right, right. I saw exactly. it all over
0: again. I'm like, it's money falling. So I'm gonna go get it. And so uh and then you know that led to Mississippi and so on and so forth and just going into these markets and it's all the same reaction, all the same love. And, you know, you I go to Biloxi, Mississippi, it's a packed house. I go to Anniston, Alabama, packed house. Columbus, Georgia, packed house, and I'm like, okay, now, now it's now I'm to the point now I'm like, okay, the southeast we got that pretty much sold up. Now I want to go. I want the work. I want the country. I want. The, I want New York. I want L.A. I want Atlanta. I want you know Miami, the bigger markets and in the world because I think like if it works in your town, all you have anywhere. to do is scale it up. You know what I'm saying? If if it works for a hundred thousand people in Augusta, okay, put it in front of a million. Now put it in front of a hundred million and see what happens. It's gonna be the same, same result. So that's what I'm doing. All I'm doing now is just scaling up. I'm just okay, I went from a local artist to more of a regional artist from a regional, you know, situation. Now I'm going for na- nationwide.
1: Domination, baby. What was the, <laughs> What was the reason of the name change?
0: Ah, uh, P nice was getting old. People didn't know what P nice was. What is P nice? What is he what I mean, is he? He's a rapper. Exactly. Right. You ask this guy, hey man, what is P nice? He a rapper, you don't know what P Nice <laughs> is. <P-nice? laughs> they didn't know if he was a, a, a rapper, a promoter, a graphic designer, a, 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 a videographer at one time, a, a radio personality. It was just confusing at what P Nice was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was doing so much stuff. Ugly Money Nietzsche is more of the rapper. You know, to, you know, and so it was just a rebrand. You know, it's kind of like a two chain situation, just kind of like a fresh start.
1: Do you, you think um, the, the rebrand was? Better or worse for the rap for the rapper side of you?
0: Well, I'm retired, so um I guess that answers that.
1: I mean you you was <laughs> you was when you switched to re when you changed your name, you were still rapping. Facts. Right. So with the rebrand change for the rapper side of you, was that better or worse?
0: I think I think I think it was I think it was better because it, it just gave it a, a a a up-to-date twist. You know what I'm saying? I mean, P nice is I've been P nice And two. how did you come up with Ugly, like out of all the names in the world, you could have changed it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the read. Yeah, You're I gotta ugly. know this one. Ugly money uh, comes from my friend that I was in Iraq with, uh, Dre Day, and uh, he had a song. My favorite song of his was called Ugly Money. Oh, it was like fives okay. and tens, we ain't counting all this ugly money. And I was like, oh, that shit hard. And then, uh, but he also suffers from PTSD. And uh, right now, you know, he's in and out the hospital. I mean, he he really has, you know, we're praying for him. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so he suffers from PTSD. This is a guy that I went to war with. This is a guy that I busted my gun with. This is a guy that I've shot and killed with. And, uh, you know, right now he's not in his right mind. So just in respect to him, you know, I said, well, I'm going to take on that ugly money, Monica, and, you know, and just and just keep that legacy alive. And in the Nietzsche situation uh, was a girl that I used to know in Colorado that had passed. And she used to, my name was Nice N Y C E, and she used to always be like Nietzsche, Nietzsche, and I was like, what the "Fuck." But she ended up, she ended oh, up passing. Man. okay, that's joke, man. She ended up passing away or whatever, and you know it was kind of hard on me. I was like, "What's well, using that to read I'm too? gonna use that. Ah, oh, that's, that's dope,
1: That's Ugly money, Nietzsche. Ugly money, Nietzsche. And well. the
0: reason why it's po, why, the reason why it's spelled N I C H E because it is a niche. It's a niche. It's one. It's one piece. It's like the buddy love of my Sherman Clump. You know what I mean? That's really what it is.
1: You know well, what I mean? Nice
0: is a nice guy. Goddamn Nietzsche, you know, shit.
1: Last question for the night, man. I see you oh, got really? Fight Night going on here on Tuesday nights yes, in, um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Vineyard. How did that situation with you and young Jock, like, how did, because I seen, like, from what, from my point of view, from what I, from what I seen, it was like Jock made a post. Mm-hmm. And after he made a post, you commented under it. And the next thing I know, Tuesday nights here at Fight Night. Is that exactly how it happened or like? Not exactly. Okay. Um it goes back to relationships. Oh, cuz y'all knew each other from back when. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah that makes it goes it goes it goes back to relationships and doing good business. You know, I I probably booked Jock 6 7 times. But that e- even there the fact that, that that gave him the familiarity with me be like, "Okay, I know bro I do good business." But then the also not shitting on people where as soon as he said anything about bringing a fight night to a club, there was 20 different women that were like, Nietzsche, 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 Nietzsche. Uh, and, you know, with them echoing that, it's like, yo, you need him. You need him. And people automatically, I mean, they were passionate about it. Like, no, bro, you need this guy. I didn't really have to say much. You know what I'm saying? I posted, I, I said something. I was like, hey, man, let's make it happen. And then everybody else did all the work for me. I didn't have to do it. He gets my number from somewhere. was like, hey, hey bro. You free Tuesday? I'm like hell yeah, let's do it. Oh, so he
1: didn't like so it wasn't like you hit him up. It was more like he hit you up. Well,
0: up. It, it, I it, I wouldn't say that was a mutual thing. I mean, right. You know, I, I po- uh, he had posted a, he had posted a, uh, he had posted a, the post and I had commented. I was like, let me know if you want to make it happen. But it was really the people that you know championed that like okay, because there was a, plenty of other guys that were trying to get the gig. Right. You know what I'm saying and. uh Nah, it was like, yo, bro, you need this guy. You need it. like they were passionate about it, and some of them, I guess, had a relationship with him too as well. So, you know, it worked out. It worked out for the good.
1: Oh man, I just this one came up because I, I asked you this before, okay. but this one on camera. Um, why the videos and the music to go with the videos of the <laughs> like what what made you want to get? Because that's what really I like. What to me made Fight Night jump. Really not not really more so the promotion, yeah. but just the videos behind the promotion of fight night. Like
0: it, it just goes back to social media being king and and really having dope content. Right. Like content is so powerful. It's you think about it. People don't watch the TV as much as they used to watch it. Nah. But everybody's always on phone. their phone. It's always on their phone. So if I can give them content of my event it promotes itself, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you're not going to share a flyer that says free till 11 o'clock at such and such a spot. But you know what? You'll share a video of a motherfucker getting knocked out and, (laughs) you know, know Sonic Sonic rings popping out from his head when he gets knocked hit, you know what I'm saying? Because it's entertaining. At the same time, I'm cross-promoting my event, I'm cross promoting my brand, I'm cross promoting myself throughout this situation. So I'm drawing you in with the fact that somebody's getting their ass knocked the fuck out.
1: And did that lead to where you're, because i seen that you're actually doing like real boxing. Yeah. So like that, just doing the fight night videos got you to where, because you were Saturday in Augusta. With yeah. um, Big Brandon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: Roy Jones was there, um, you know. And uh, re- me and Roy are gonna be working on some stuff too. We talked, we talked, and uh, he's gonna have, he's gonna bring me in on some of his events and and to do his his ring announcement and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just it's just staying consistent with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just staying consistent with it and being on the top of people's minds. People know, like, you know, if anybody was asking... if if Donald if Barack Obama wanted to do a slap contest and he posted it. There's gonna be a thousand people that are gonna say ugly money needs you mm. because they know that I'm a subject matter expert in it. They know that oh is the nigga that gets the girl slapped and you need you know what I'm saying. Right. And so you you when when you stay consistent, you do the work, you put the content out, and you you know you've already laid that base down. When the opportunity knocks, you don't even gotta say much. People gonna automatically know what it is. Like oh that's the guy you need to go see. That's the guy that really does this shit. You know, so. I
1: hope eventually he get into, like, celebrity boxing. <laughs> where, like, remember that Soldier Boy and, um, and Chris Brown? I wish that would have happened. That would have been
0: dope. That would have been dope. <laughs> Stay tuned. I got, some, I got some things in the working. I got some things in the working. Uh, you know, Fight Night movie's coming out. Hopefully it gets picked up by Netflix on, on one of these platforms. And uh, I believe that it's going to shed a light on, on the culture that we have built. Right. You know what I'm saying? It goes in depth. And it's just entertaining, bro. It's entertaining as shit. I was just watching ESPN. And it was like two guys throwing a beanbag in a hole. And I'm like, why the fuck is this shit on ESPN? This shit is boring as hell. Right. But you're telling me that two niggas slapping the shit out each other isn't more entertaining than a motherfucker throwing on a, a beanbag bean through a hole? Oh, bro, this, this shit needs to be a legitimate sport. And that's what we're trying to do now It's like the whole slap contest situation. It needs to be a legitimate. It's entertaining as shit. You know, people love knockouts. That's what we give them. That's true. We give people what they want, baby. That's true. Hey.
1: (laughs) Well, we live once again, man. Ugly Money Nietzsche, a.k.a. P-Nice, a.k.a. Philip Hair, whatever you want to call him, man. Right here, the Moss Podcast. Um, Any inspirational words you want to give to anybody?
0: Uh, Yeah, man. Your network is your net worth, period. It's just all about who you know a lot of the times. So just, you know, make sure that you don't shit people on, people on the way up because you're going to see them same folks on your way down. There you and go. If you ever get back up, it's because them folks fuck with you and you was a good nigga on the way up. So don't ever shit on anybody. The janitor can end up being on in the building. So treat everybody with the same love and respect and keep God first.
1: That's very true. We live once again and consistency is key. I heard that too, Thanks. man. Right here, Uggy Money Needs you P-Nice. Right here, B-Moss on the Moss Podcast and we are out. B-Moss, baby.